This is Jer Lanska with the Anointed Nachos podcast. Thank you for joining with me again as we keep digging in to the Fruit of the Spirit series. This podcast, I'll be talking about joy, something that every believer needs more of. And we'll find out why through the scriptures. Joy gives us the power to overcome. Let's jump right into Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 47 and 48. It says, If you do not serve the Lord your God with joy and enthusiasm for the abundant benefits you have received, you will serve your enemies, whom the Lord will send against you. You will be left hungry, thirsty, naked, and lacking in everything. The Lord will put an iron yoke on your neck, oppressing you harshly until he has destroyed you. We want to do everything with joy and enthusiasm for the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for all the good things that he has done. We want to praise his name. In 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 19 it says, They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. Whatever overcomes a person, becomes his master. You will serve whatever you're bound to. You know, many believers are unknowingly serving the enemy. You can determine what you're bound to by the way you respond to trials. If your character changes for the worse during the trial, then you have not learned how to let the Holy Spirit be in control of your life. And you are in danger of becoming bound to the enemy in that area. But if your attitude remains joyful when going through a trial, then you're not bound. One of my favorite scriptures about joy is Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. It reads, And Nehemiah continued, Go and celebrate with the feast of rich foods and sweet drinks, and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. It is the Lord's joy that is our strength. It's not our own joy, it's the Lord's that's inside of us. If you need more joy, we just got to get into God's presence. The longer we lift up the name of Jesus, the smaller our problems and circumstances become. And at first you may have been scared or anxious in a situation, but then you'll just start to laugh. You'll laugh because God is in control and he has your life in his hands. He's taking care of you. Sometimes we just need to laugh at our situation and it will ruin what the devil's trying to plan for us. I have a story here. When in my past, one of my pastors returned home from a meeting with his wife and they found out that their son when he was a young child threw their brand new cell phones in the toilet when they came into the bathroom they found their electronics two phones in the toilet so that could have ruined the phones and they could have got upset they could have 
been really bummed out and worried and just disgusted at the cost to buy new phones. But here's the first thing that came into my pastor's wife's mind. I just need to laugh at this situation or the devil is going to steal my joy. So they just decided to laugh at the problem instead. But you start laughing at the situation, laughing at the devil for what he was trying to do and steal, rob you of your joy. Laugh at the situation and bring God the glory. Praise his name. You can even thank him. Thank you, Lord God, that new cell phones will be coming my way because it's something that I have need of now and I will not worry or stress about what just happened. And I tell you what, they went to bed sleeping good that night. They didn't let the devil rob them of their joy, which is their strength. It can completely wipe you out, make you miserable, make you depressed, make you not want to get out of bed if your joy is gone. So you need that joy to continue on and keep pressing forth with other dreams and visions. Don't let the devil steal that joy. Do whatever it takes to be in the Lord's presence and continue on having that joy bubble forth out of your spirit. The source of Jesus's strength was the joy that was set before him. As we read in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2, it says we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. Disregarding its shame, now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. It says because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. I mean, he knew. He had the joy of the Lord inside because he had eternity on mind. You know, sometimes we're only thinking about the temporary. We're not thinking in the long term, which will be in heaven forever in eternity with Jesus. What is better than that? You know, the time that we're on the earth is such a small fraction of time compared to eternity. All the things that we face here, such a small passing thing compared to our full time in heaven with Jesus. Jesus wasn't going to let any joy be taken away from him. So he endured through suffering that I can't imagine anyone else being able to bear such as he did. In Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3 it says, With joy you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. You know there's many times where there was a spirit of heaviness over me, over a situation, over maybe a rough week, events that were happening, and you can feel a little beat down feeling like you're not overcoming right now at the moment. And here's what you do. Here's what I did. I turn on praise and worship music and just praise the Lord, lifting up my voice alone at home to heaven, praising Jesus. And then also praying, taking time to pray and just verbally out loud, calling out the name of Jesus and praying to him thanking him, worshiping him, King of kings, Lord of lords, telling him how much that I love him. And I just kept repeating that, listening to more praise and worship music, coming back to more prayer, 
sometimes even hours long. We have to get rid of the idea that everything just happens within minutes and five minutes before the Lord's going to take care of our whole week. We need to press in. We need to set time aside on a calendar if need be, but set time aside. We set time aside for everything else in life. Just think about it. You plan going out to eat at a restaurant. You plan to go watch a movie in a theater. You plan to do something with friends. You plan to play games. You plan everything else. Why not plan some of the most important things that you can ever do is spending time with the Lord. Don't let the Lord only get your leftover time fragments that are left. When that is the most important part, that is where the joy comes from. That is where he speaks to us about the day and about the weeks and months to come. We need to get his vision for our lives and let him mend us and make us and mold us and tweak us. He needs to shape us and the only way he can do that is if we spend time with him and let him do so. So spend time with the Lord. Set time aside. If it can't be the same time every day, look at your calendar and find out what times work best and get before him. Get in his presence. And I challenge you to spend at least an hour at times before the Lord, worshiping him, praising his name. And here's what happened when I did that multiple times. Joy came like never before in my house when I'm alone. When there was a spirit of heaviness, joy came. And I started laughing uncontrollably sometimes. It just comes, bubbles forth out of your spirit, laughter and joy because you're in God's presence. When you elevate the Lord high above every situation that you're facing, those situations soon disappear out of your mind and become very small because the Lord is very big and can take care of every situation we have. Let the joy of the Lord bubble up inside of you. Get before the Lord's presence and praise his name until that joy comes. Don't let the devil steal your joy because he will take away the benefits that the Lord has for you. In James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4 it says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for a great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So when our faith is tested, consider it an opportunity for a great joy. Let it bubble forth. Praise the name of the Lord. Like my pastors did when they found their electronics in a toilet. Instead of complaining and getting all upset, they chose to praise the Lord and laugh and let the joy of the Lord spring forth out of their spirit. That situation soon turned in to a joyful moment. Luke chapter 21 verse 34 says, Watch out. Don't let your hearts be dulled by carousing and drunkenness and by the worries of this life. Don't let that day catch you unaware. So what this is saying is we can be caught up with daily activities, with just pleasures, things that just please us, not putting our hands to the plow and working and doing things for the Lord, but just spending all of our days in entertainment. Our lives will soon be caught up in the worries 
that this life has, that this world has to offer. Things break down. Things have to be purchased. Things have to be taken care of. We're always bogged down by things that we need to deal with in this life. Don't let that take you off course from where God wants to bring you. Don't let those things steal your joy. There's so many things in this world that are designed to steal joy from us because the devil's only purpose, as we read in John chapter 10, verse 10, says that he wants to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's his only purpose. So he's trying to steal joy from us. It's something he greatly wants to accomplish because we'll get our eyes off of Jesus. Just think about the disciples that were on a boat with Jesus during a large storm, and they thought the winds and the waves were going to overtake the boat. And they woke up Jesus and were terrified of the storm. But Jesus just said, peace, be still to that storm. And that just shows that worries and cares got these disciples all caught up at the moment. But Jesus is like, don't worry, I'm with you. I got this. And if you had faith, you would speak to this storm as well. He wants us to use our words and speak to our situations. Because the power of life and death are in the tongue. The book of Proverbs says, or one way to develop joy is to develop our faith, to get the word of God inside. In Romans 10, verse 17 says, so faith comes from hearing, and that is hearing the good news about Jesus Christ. It's hearing the word of God. So faith comes from hearing the word. So we need to get that word of God inside of us. I have a few actions for you. Action number one, ponder if there are any areas that are stealing joy from your life. If it is something you can stop doing or get rid of, then make those choices. But if there is a situation beyond your control, bring it before the Lord and cast your cares upon him, for he cares about you. Action number two, get into the word on a daily basis if you are not currently doing so. We have a great plan that you can download at anointednachos.com. And reading the word will increase your faith and increase your joy. So get on a plan and get in the word. Action number three is to pray. Lift the Lord up in prayer to elevate him higher than your situations and circumstances. Praise his name until joy comes to you. Like what I did, put on praise and worship music. Praise the name of the Lord and pray. Exalt his name. Tell him how much that you love him. Just be in his presence and enjoy being with him. And joy will come. Thank you for listening. I hope you are full of joy when you put these things into practice. Until next time.